0: Three and a half hours, which is just ridiculous. Not in the day and age of hour and twenty minute. Come on, people, make
1: it a mini series, right? Yep. I can binge watch three and a half hours. I cannot do
0: it all. Watch a three and a half hour. It's not right.
1: I could do even the binge watching all at once. Oh, I
0: could do that all day. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Is that strange? And then you are like, oh, I want to. I got to find out more.
1: Shout out. To Rob Potter, who's a professor at the media school.
0: Okay.
1: He gave advice on how to watch shows that are designed to suck you in. You just watch the first 20 minutes of the next episode. Because then it'll get you to, like, a nice lull,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you stop there. I
0: don't need to know
1: that. We call it Rob Pottering It. Like, his name has become a verb in our house.
0: Okay. That's... (laughs) This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friend. I know politics for you, but I feel like a hypocrite talking to you and your
1: racist friend. I was having a conversation yesterday that was about should we have more times that we are, hey, self, That thing you do really sucks. You should stop it. Should we be like more self-critical or less accepting of our bad habits?
0: Hmm. Depends on if it hurts other people.
1: I think that when you put a lot of effort into not accepting even bad things about yourself, you're like, I am not going to accept this about myself. I actually am a very orderly person. Mm, Well... (laughs) You you're putting a lot of energy into a negative, and mm-hmm. I think that when you can accept it, like okay, so my natural tendency is is a little bit chaotic. Organizational skills aren't easy for me, mm-hmm. and I am still a worthy human being. It doesn't make me a bad person. It just makes me human, not great at organizing. Like yeah. Then instead of like fighting with myself over whether or not I'm organized, I can try to come up with like, okay, well, here's a strategy for making this one thing maybe a little bit easier. Like,
0: but you know, my solution is to just hire people <laughs> who do who do the things that I don't do well. Yeah, they, they're my bosses. <laughs> they really are. They keep yeah. me. Go- they keep me going. Like, I love people who are organized.
1: I love Mm -hmm. it,
0: and I wish it was something that I could do. That's never going to be me.
1: The people I was having this conversation with earlier who struggle with it, and their solution is just to be super-duper organized. When you're doing the ADHD screenings, Mm -hmm. like one of the questions that might get asked is, do you... Get upset when your plan doesn't get followed. And it's because this person might be like compensating for being all over the place by having a very specific plan and a very specific list that they know they have to follow. And if something comes in that isn't part of that, then the list just goes to hell. And
0: no, my ADHD is, it's my superpower. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I know that, but I do ha- I have people that are around me that understand that the conversations we're having now are the end of a conversation we were talking about 15 minutes ago. Yes. They know that. They know I- my my mind is like a CNC. You remember the CNC where you pull <laughs> the thing and it says, cow says moo, and you don't, and you do it, again, do it again, and you never know where it's going to be? <laughs> That's my brain.
1: Yeah. Yes, I think we are similar in that way. I can think of, like, trying to tell this friend of mine a, a big thing that I had to tell her and I was trying to make sure she had all of the background information and oh she's God. like Amy just and then she goes well no you go on I know that's how you do it <laughs> <laughs> oh my so
0: God. That's funny. <laughs> superpowers it is
1: now I'm trying to think of like superpowers that I wish I had like real superpowers not like can I fly or be invisible mm-hmm. I definitely know people whose superpower is being organized. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that one you want? I mean. It comes with its own baggage. That's the problem.
1: But I do like the idea. Of- I, do too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, do. I do It's so sad. It's really. It's so funny. Like, oh, like man. I love structure. I love structure around me so that I don't have to be structured. So that I can fit in that you, you, know, right. you know what I mean?
1: Although I also don't like to be told what to do.
0: But you're not gonna do it anyway. Somebody's gonna tell you what to do. I and know. you're not gonna do it. You're gonna Well,
1: but then I'm not yeah.
0: Yeah, see. <laughs> so does it really even matter? <laughs> <laughs> At least you know that everything around you that your world is, is <laughs> and that you've got safety nets around you to to let you be you. To let you come up with ideas that are, that no one else is going to be able to come up with, like these freaking cards. <laughs> well, but those awesome. are
1: a lot of people's ideas. I know, put together, but, but yeah. uh,
0: you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You guys went together and said, Hey, I think we ought to do these RCT toy books, mm-hmm. and this is cool. Mm-hmm. They are cool. Even the center, that couldn't have happened without your how you think but then you marry it to this guy who's just like
1: <laughs> who can think who like yeah. thinking in a straight line it's watch a yin the...
0: and yang type of thing you know
1: so i had an idea okay <laughs> and what i was thinking was maybe towards the end of our show we could look at a card and we could sort of lightly talk about it mm-hmm. and then we could watch for it over the next week Okay. And I could occasionally send you a text reminding you of what it is. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to. (laughs) Because the other one that that just popped into my vision, when we're talking about relational images and about organization and about like trying to live your best life with the people around you that are going to support you Mm -hmm. and all of that. And I got to talk to Maureen walker yesterday okay speaking
0: of somebody yeah yeah
1: yeah and and one of the things that we were talking about was i'm holding the card the model me and the not me we talked we've already done we didn't we do we've talked about it before do you remember what it is
0: i i remember we have our the the model of who we want to be or who we should who we think we should be yeah and there's
1: well, or like right.
0: model me. And
1: I think me. of model me as like the sort of unrealistic image of who you think you have to be in order to be worthy of whatever mm-hmm. So like the easiest is to think of like for me at least is to be like, oh, the model me, and I'm a therapist, so I'm always understanding and patient, right? Mm-hmm. And the not me is like I wouldn't I am not that. I am not racist, right? Mm-hmm. This is. Literally, I remember saying this when we were talking about that. And that, if I get too rigid about that, then I can't see when I am. Yeah. And I can't make those changes. I can't keep growing. What Maureen and I were talking, like the thing that came up as we were talking about it was that it's the rigidity. Like when people get really
0: stuck. in there. Stuck. Yes. Yeah. And I, I want to always change. I don't think I am who I'm going to be.
1: Well, you're not. I'm sure you're not. I'm
0: not. I'm definitely not the same guy I was at 20.
1: No, or last year.
0: Or last year, absolutely. Or two years ago, yeah. Or maybe even last week. In the sense that every conversation we have, maybe my ideas change. Mm -hmm. Maybe my ideas are broadened Yeah, about who I am and who I want to be.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because we keep getting shaped by Mm -hmm. our relationships and the people around us and what Mm -hmm. we learn and... Black Twitter and Black Twitter.
0: No, <laughs> You're no, two I'm saying for that. But no, yeah. I'm just saying like like I learned a lot from that conversation, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm a different person from the little knowledge that I picked up from all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Model me and not me. This is interesting, and this one we could yeah keep going back to.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I mean, a, lot a lot of them, them but are. this one, like, so so this week maybe we'll both look for places where we're sort of rigid about. Who we're supposed to be, and who we're not supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Yeah, that's a, that's a scary thing too. When we talk about who we are, you know, our parents listen to these things.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to be like, "Oh, Donald, <laughs> we taught you better." Oh, Amy, <laughs> no, I thought just... we, I thought we taught this. I thought you, <laughs> What happened? not real my mom
1: mom's just gonna be oh dumb. oh (laughs) i just love him so much
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean there's there's preconceived ideas that we grew up with Mm -hmm. that where we don't believe in those things anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying
1: I mean, people change. People change, and it's okay. And? They're also not who they were last week.
0: They also are not
1: who they are. At the beginning, we were talking about, like, why you would stay in the conversation with someone you disagree with. That's right. And I think part of the answer to that is that you hope there's room for growth in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, both from both people in the relationship.
0: I can... Think of close relationships that have changed because of that. Like, not as friends. You look at family, you can see those changes. Oh,
1: my gosh. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You
0: can see it actually happen because you got to stay together with family. And eventually, Mm -hmm. you've changed a corner together.
1: Yeah. The thought hole I fell into just that moment was that I was thinking of that I had told my mom. One of the things that I admire about her and appreciate is that she keeps learning new things. She definitely doesn't think the same thing she thought in
0: 1994. Yeah. I I like your mom.
1: She's (laughs) awesome. Yeah.
0: No, I've known her for a long time. I just
1: feel bad because I don't know. You're.
0: You don't know my parents. So I guess you don't no. Well They know you. I think they watch this. Thing. They've seen these. And I, when I haven't, you know, they
1: need to do a podcast for me then. Oh, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's funny. It yeah. can be
1: like reflections on Don Griffin, Jr.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> But our parents were both band parents. Yes, were. You probably they were. just don't remember. You don't.
1: I remember You're that a they senior. were, but like, I don't You're remember. You were senior. The she parents. wasn't paying
0: attention to. I just remember. I was a like, freshman. Was I a freshman? Really,
1: the only parents that pop out are. What's that? Hans's. That was I was doing a trombone. Hans's parents. Because I can always picture his mom like at the refreshment stand at the football games, right? Like, right. Doing that. And I'm sure my parents did that too, but like I remember.
0: No, I don't think your parents did that. I'm just, I'm sorry. I love you guys, but you didn't do that.
1: (laughs) They, I feel like they now. Mom doesn't like you anymore.
0: I'm just saying they were, they were. Your parents were kind of. They were busy. Not that, not that, not that. Hans and my parents. Masterpiece Theater. Not not that Hans and my parents were busy, but you, they were. They were like you know, doing society things.
1: No, I, I, think, you may, I think you may have a... Preconceived <laughs> yes, idea. Yes, a preconceived idea. I probably life. do. Yeah, because you're sort have, of
0: nerds. Yeah, because you had your, your, your old house. <laughs> the old mansion that it was you restored. A it's called the Steer Mansion, isn't it? No! Steer Park. It was just a fort. Like, <laughs> it, Don't... Why are you embarrassed of it? It was a cool house. It was a cool house. It was a, it was a cool house. Because it was unique. It wasn't like some person's house in Hyde Park or something it was like it was a restored like one of the old underground railroad it dude it was cool
1: it was very cool and I had this closet downstairs that you opened um, up we could play we played this game where there was a mean and evil queen that was not me I don't know I would just make someone else be that person I don't know but I would be the political prisoner that was locked in the closet that was the dungeon but I could fit through the register. That went out onto the stairs like there was an air vent, and so I would climb through the air vent onto the stairs to escape. It was really fun. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm gonna say it. If we were friends younger, we I could have came over your house, and we could play over- Underground Railroad. You could hide me. <laughs>
1: that is so bad it is well also it's terrifying because i think that was true that's what i might have been like yeah that'd be fun no it wasn't it was just a closet it wasn't that sneaky is there a a tunnel from that side of the house into the into the graveyard we would always like pretend that we could find things but we never found anything like that
0: yeah i always thought that was a cool hat
1: wait maybe there's a card that you want to look at
0: okay A card, huh? Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. (laughs) Relational images.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Relational images project the unconscious expectations we hold for relationships. They are shaped by early experiences and cultural forces. These images usually look like rules or expectations, e.g. if I ask for what I need, I'll be abandoned or everyone must be happy. I don't know. That's deep. I don't. Are we ready for that? Are we ready for that
1: kind (laughs) of? That is one of my favorite RCT ideas, because like if you're finding yourself in the same situation, you're like, oh, I always date the same guy or we always get in the same fight or how come I can't find anybody trustworthy? Like you've got like these sort of broad things happening. Then you can wonder if there's like something. Sometimes it's about you. Like.
0: Mm-hmm. maybe
1: you're always breaking up with someone because you have a rule that no one can be trusted to stay. Hmm. And so if you get too attached, you're going to be abandoned. So that would be like a relational image.
0: Okay. That's pretty deep, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I want
1: to. he, you don't want to get into your I, relational I, images. Yeah.
0: Yeah. that's That could be kind of. That's fair. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's put it out there. Which is what we do, I guess.
1: <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while and we're still getting back in the rhythm, so, you know.
0: Yeah. I guess if you give me an example of what you...
1: Okay. One of my relational images, I'm not I'm not sure of a really concise way to phrase it, but it has to do with making sure that that I don't upset people. Like, the upsetting other people would be dangerous. And so, if I don't, like notice it and pay attention to it, it could mean that in my work that someone could be saying like, I don't know, I've started throwing dog poop at my neighbor's windows. I right. want to be authentic and real. Like then I, it might be time for me to say, oh, let's explore that a little bit. And maybe what the consequences of that could be. <laughs> or, I don't know. But like, I, I might be like, oh, well, that's that's a way to express your anger mm-hmm. if I weren't so incredibly self-aware. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I get it. I think I, I'm i always assuming someone is going to say no to me. I don't like to hear it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It hurts my feelings deeply.
1: If is, what does is, it mean if someone says no to you then?
0: That I'm, I wasn't good enough. Oh. That I put myself out there and then you know and they said no and they say no so it's always like yeah i think maybe i it's hard for me to go in and say oh you know maybe they just wanted something else or maybe mm-hmm. it's like i suck you know
1: right instead of like a more yeah. neutral like turns out they just wanted something different yeah it's it's me i i'm bad
0: but then it, like, but then anger then it becomes like wait a minute i'm don griffin <laughs> How could, someone How could they me? not want me? I've done this and did, I go through this line, this list of things in my head. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. well, screw them. <laughs> and then it's just like, and then it's like, I don't need them. But then it even gets worse. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to close up and I'm not going to ask anybody ever again. And I'm just going to handle it myself. It's a pattern that could help you succeed. But not long term.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, does it not long term make you happy?
0: It doesn't.
1: That's the thing.
0: It doesn't. And and I actually and I, maybe we've talked about this at a young age being black kid going mm-hmm. living in this town. It's not as progressive as everybody says. <laughs> it still isn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same things that were happening to me at eight years old back then in the 70s are the same things that are happening to children right now. So I, I'm being I'm being negative. I, I shouldn't, but but it, go, it comes back to I think positive. you might
1: have a relational image about negativity too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, but 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 uh, but also, if that feeds you, because that did feed me, having to deal with so many adults and everybody else not thinking that I was going to amount to anything. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. fed me to understand that I don't really have a a safety net. There's no safety net. I have to succeed. You put myself out there, say what I'm going to do. I have to succeed, right? You see, you follow yeah. me? Yeah. But at some point, there were people that started to believe in me, and more and more people believed in me. Mm-hmm. It's hard to switch your thinking if you've been fueled by proving people wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: now it's hard to switch up your your fuel. Does that make sense?
1: Like you're not used to having people that are go. supportive. Does that make it?
0: It's it's hard to it. It's like hard to trust. Because now sometimes it's like at first I didn't know what to do with the positivity. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, they think I'm going to be good at this. They like wait, me. Wait, damn it. Where are the people that hate it? That I need that. I need that to push me through.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. I'm, it does. I'm all
0: over the place. No, kid. and I'm so sorry.
1: It's okay. Like this is. Messy stuff It
0: is messy stuff That's why I said I don't know if I want To get into that
1: And then you jumped right in
0: Uh, We had to You jumped (laughs) in first (laughs) This episode of My Racist Friend Is a production of The Bloomington Center For Connection An organization using Relational cultural theory To promote social change Through connection this conversation between Don Griffin Jr. and Amy McKees, LCSW, took place on January 18th, 2024, in Bloomington, Indiana, and was edited for this podcast by Kevin McKees. Theme music lovingly sampled from Your Racist Friend by They Might Be Giants. Follow Bloomington Center for Connection on Facebook and other social media platforms. I don't know if they're going to cut all this out. You're not even in the thing. What do you mean? Hope so. It's pretty good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're completely off the rails right now. (laughs) Yeah, we're completely off the rails.
1: Yes. This is what off the rails looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah.